When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian. Rana. This is hot off the presses information. Okay. This is huge news. Yeah. The AI Social Club continues to grow beyond all expectation. We have welcomed so many incredible members into the club and continue to. But right now, okay, pardon me. Coming up, people yep. have to, if they want to get the September box, we are now accepting members. They have to sign up by September 1st. Anyone that is registered or has signed up for a September box, pardon me, will Mm -hmm. be entered to win what I can only describe as the greatest contest gift of all time. This is like, this is the... This is what you shoot to the stars for, is we to grab something like this. We shouldn't even be offering this. I'm actually shocked we are, Rana. They are entered to win a five-minute segment on this show, on this very free feed Ask Rana show, where they Correct. can AMA, ask us yeah. anything, pardon me. If they have advice, questions about Jordan, whatever yeah. they want. Well, I mean, Jordan's not, you know, that's Jordan's business. Jordan's not. Right, I guess that's Jordan's true. Jordan's not that's on true. the show. No, he isn't. But You're they right. can ask us whatever they want if they want to ask an advice question, if they want to kibitz about something, if they want to say, yeah. you know, this thing happened the other day. I'm curious what you thought about it. And we yep. will spend five minutes talking to them about whatever, however, on the show, on the actual show, they will appear here if they are registered for the September box, they're entered to win. So that is... AISocial.club, the boxes are going from strength to strength. I literally yesterday was doing my in-the-lab tasting for the August box. Sure, yeah. It's so gorgeous. It's so fun. It's so cute. We're having our white party for August, so watch out, pardon me. But September will be not in any way a step down. I can't wait to start getting into all those fall flavors. Oh. Me too. I got to say, this cocktail club gets better and better and better. We've got Connor. We've got all the hits. We've got gorgeous, bespoke cocktail makers and liquor makers. And I got to say, I love it. And he always gets us on the ground floor, Connor, of something that people- Of like the coolest, hottest thing. Well, that's classic ask, Ron, is that people think, oh, we say something, and people, a few months later, it becomes the thing. And people say, where did I hear about that? And it's always- Yeah, we're not sending you a bottle of Jack Daniels, okay? Yeah. Full size bottles, full size candy bars. That's what I'm known that for. That look gorgeous on any countertop and taste like light well, as air. Well, what you're really like doing is building a gorgeous home bar. You're building a bar. Yeah. And we well, always build send, a bar. Build you know, a bar. There's sometimes there's a cute accessory or a coaster. The matchbox is last time people couldn't get over. We sent the leopard as our mascot. We have to name him, by the way, or her. In any event, yeah. this ad's gone on too long. You get the idea. AISocial.club, AISocialclub.com. We can't wait to welcome you into the Carriage House Club. So exciting.
Hi, dear. Hi, darling. How are you, Rana? You're in a very beautiful location. I'm I in, noticed. I'm just a hop, skip, and a jump from you, Rana. I well, came, it's funny. You were sort of absconded from I did. the carriage house. Yeah. I had to run away. I had to run away because I, when I heard you were coming back and the whole thing with what happened in the pool and my super spreader event and all that, I just couldn't. I had to run away. Well, I had to have the whole uh, Massachusetts Health Department come in and just scour the place for monkeypox. I was, I was so too concerned. nervous to be there, Ron. I was too nervous. So I had to really get out of town and go. Speaking of monkeypox, I didn't know this is what I was going to talk about today, but I'm very upset about two things. Okay. And they either affect you or they don't affect you at all. You're Let's either directly see. or indirectly involved. We're going to find out. I'm ready. The first thing I'm upset about is that I read a headline today that people have been killing monkeys in Brazil. What? Because they don't understand that they don't have anything to do with monkeypox, so they should rename it. Well, then rename it. That's awful. That made me very upset. The other thing is I have no idea how this happened to me. You know I'm not a Facebook. Okay. You're not a Facebook. No, and Meta. No, neither Sorry. am I. I'm not a Apologies. Meta. Apologies, Meta. Right, exactly. Thank but you. But on occasion, and excuse everyone, today I'm wearing different headphones. I'm completely vermished. I can't find my other headphones. But you're wearing cans, the, Rana. The cans. I am yeah. wearing cans. It's true. <laughs> uh, I don't know how this got served to me. This content, I okay. barely ever even click on this. Okay. But somehow I have been served videos of people bathing monkeys, baby monkeys. That sounds sweet. It's not. It's very, very upsetting. Wait, why? Because they're clearly terrified. Oh. And the people are doing it, they don't do I think they're ill intentioned? I don't. Do I think they're ignorant? Absolutely. Yes. These poor monkeys are so It's like riding a dolphin. It's so mean. Cl- exactly. They're mm-hmm. clinging to life. They think they love dolphins and want to go to meet one and ride one. Right. Sea world. Yeah. Well, this is monkey world. Yeah. And it is so upsetting. They're so tiny, these little monkeys. They're clinging to each other. But the other thing that's happening is these people are making these videos just so you'll watch them. They're obviously mm-hmm. getting paid on some level to either for advertising or I don't know okay. what. They get they get something. Yeah. And they, so they keep making these videos. I saw, I'm not joking, I saw a woman wash a monkey with a lime yesterday. With a lime? The fruit. What did you call me, Rana? Don't bring a me fruit. into this. Don't bring me into this, <laughs> Rana. How Speaking of fruits, yeah. uh, the fruits are really going to love the AI Social Club selection this month because it's something very fruit. They're going to love fruity, the, this one's fresh for the and fruity in it. This, this one, shout one out to the, the fruits. This is I for have the to fruits. tell you, it is for the fruits. Right down to the label, <laughs> this one's for the fruits. And I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about it on the social club. It's my I was favorite doing thing. all my materials the other day. And yeah. I said to myself, Am I going to include my joke about the fruits here or am I going to save yeah. it for the kiki? Because it is for the fruits. ARsocial.club. Get on it. Get those memberships. They We are, I have to tell you, we have busted through what's bustable in terms of the show we put on for these people. Oh, I hate to tell you that our numbers are way, way, way bigger than I ever expected. I'm thrilled about that. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, we're still trying to recoup the initial investment. So Brian, don't expect the check to be any bigger anytime soon. But, you know, I have to take a lot of that money and put it back into the club. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. No, 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 no. So just don't, you know... Don't expect you check. Did you get your lips filled, dear? Since the last time, something's I saw going you. on with my face on the screen, and I can't figure out what's going on. I, I hear you. It might be that my screen you is foggy. Look dewy, and don't touch it. You've got the absolute Barbara Walters Vaseline lens. No, don't clean it up. You look gorgeous. I can't tell what's going but on because I dewy, agree with you. Dewy, fresh, and fruity. I feel like I look like wet. Well, okay. You know what? I said it wasn't that kind of show, and I said that a while ago. I'm just like a wet lunch meat come lunch eat me meat. baby lunch meat did you say wet yeah. lunch meat <laughs> <laughs> i'm like a turkey slices a i'm like a lunchable tur- turkey slice a wet, wet a wet applegate turkey slice that's what i'm nothing like. but wet meat baby yeah. nitrates baby nitrates <laughs> so many nitrates Rana, i have a i have an urgent question for you before we okay continue. because today's episode is a little different because the person that we have with us today is a super fan I know. Hold on, I've got to just touch my EMA's Apple Watch because it's going <laughs> off and we don't want that. I know, and our guest just got yeah, here, but before true. we let him in, Rana, I do have to tell you something. And it's yeah. I need to know, because the world wants to know, and I know this probably isn't coming out for a while. Oh, or is it coming was out this I behind week? the raid on Trump's house? Is that the question? First of all. How much am I enjoying it? Yes. Am I absolutely furious that people are politicizing it? Ugh. Here's what I want so badly. I want someone to just say, there are laws. Yeah. If you break them, there are consequences. That's Please it. stop asking me why it's any different than if he stole a bag of chips from the store. Yeah. Do you want me to deal? Do you want someone to be held accountable or not? Yep. So stop asking me about anything else and stop yep. trying to drag everybody else into this. Yeah. Pardon me. He I broke heard the law. Did you did you listen to the daily? Well, all, the other thing is, you know, they gave him a couple of chances. They oh yeah, said, of course. They said, uh, "This is awkward. We're sure you didn't mean to take any of that." And stuff. now his plan. So to please just send plead. it back. Do you and know he sent plan- the boxes back practically empty? Yeah. And now well, what he did was he sent it back, and they realized it was classified material, and then they realized everything had been mishandled. But what I also heard today was that through his whole presidency, he would just tear things up. And people would follow behind him, taping it back to get note, taping notes back together. By the way, he's smarter than I thought. I can't even believe that he like would even have the decency to tear shit up that he knew was wrong. Well, no, that's not. I mean, that's just gangster stuff he's been doing forever. That's right, right. you know, that's never send someone an email if you if you have something sensitive to say them, call them on the phone so they can't record it. Right. I mean, that's just his, uh, he was doing this at the Trump organization long before, never kept records ever. Leave no trace. Yeah, because, and the answer is, question is why? And the answer is because you're committing crimes left and right. Yes, dear. An even more urgent question than that one. I just, I just steamrolled all over you. I couldn't uh, You know what, though? So it was upset. worth it because I wanted to hear your take, and I think you're absolutely correct. I mean, there's not even a take to have. Like you said, there are laws in place, Stop and if you break them, like you suffer take. Exactly. the consequences. There is yeah. no take. Though the Washington Post had a headline, Merrick Island said he wouldn't pol- uh, politicize the office of the AG. Now he just Trump- raided Trump's house. And I wanted to say, middle finger. You're supposed to be one of the last journalistic organizations that knows how to tell a story. And that's your headline. Shame on you. Shame on you. And you I also have to say, it. 
what sort of president ple- is deciding to plead the fifth on every question they get? Like, what kind Thank of leader you very is that? Much. Piece of shit. But Rana, much. that's yeah. not what I was going to ask. No, that's not what the show is. Yeah. I wanted to know if you have any ambition, any blonde ambition, because you are dirty blonde. Yeah. If you have any. Well, Blonde ambition. Yeah, more of a Scandi blonde, but yeah. You're more of a Scandi blonde. So do you have any yeah. blonde ambition to, at our next Kiki, at our next formal oh, event, yeah. to copy Teresa Judice's hair? I'll tell you something. What'd you think? 1,500 bobby pins, it said. 1,500 oh, really? bo- 1, 1, bobby pins. The no, hair cost $10,000. Well, the, that's not accurate about the bobby pins, unless they pre-pinned it and then just put it on a head. So in oh, which case, I'll believe it. I could not look away from her hair. I was talking about Me, her I mean, hair neither. days before the hair story broke. I mean, days. Really? I have to say, in some ways... She said it came out exactly like she wanted. I believe it. <laughs> in some ways, Teresa sort of did the thing You know, all these women, they have to find their brands and what they're going to do, how they, who are they? They go into it as a certain person. Then they sort of are transformed by the process. And some of them come out, you know, figure out how to be businesswomen as a result and how to manage their brand. But Teresa went on as a certain person, and then she sort of had this aspiration to be quote unquote classy. Yeah. And she tried that a lot of different ways. And this wedding to me, she went to jail. She got divorced. She this, she that. This wedding to me was her saying, you know what? I'm not any of those things. Yeah. I'm this thing. Yep. I'm getting married at a chateau in New Jersey. Right. I'm wearing a mini skirt to my to get photographed in the parking lot in a quote unquote Chanel tank top. These are things you don't see in the store. I don't know where they get them. These right. are this is the, you know, knockoff whatever it is. You never see sparkle like that in the boutique. No. They know their customer and they contact right. them and they say, "Here, we took a paint and like, you want this." Yeah. 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 And she her hair looked like it weighed 38 pounds. My guess is she absolutely thought she looked like a Disney princess that she got did. married at a chateau. She thought she looked, she really was like, I, I, she was crying with tears. The higher the hair, the closer to God. Yeah. And well, then she's ju- going to need all the help she can get. And then Juicy, well, this Luis, what about Juicy, the tank top he was wearing or the t shirt before they got married? Said the night before, you know, how people always wear, you know, bride, yeah. right? Before, yes. Whatever. Right. He was wearing one that said, free man. Because he was a free man that last day. one more night. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. So fucking He looked, I saw a picture from the next day at the brunch. He looked so hung over. Oh, I believe it. And by the way, he's Joe 2.0. Oh, for sure. He's already- I mean, like, in which way? In the car. Already had trouble with the law, everything. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. And we're going to find out he's cheating on her. No doubt about that. Yeah. And she's going to be shocked. Of course. Yeah. Dorinda Medley was there. She was wearing a hot pink sequin jumpsuit with a black tuxedo jacket draped over the shoulder. That sounds okay. My favorite thing of all was not even Teresa. It was all the, they had pictures of all the guest arrivals. There was a woman who was like a bodybuilder 
in a green braless number. I mean, it was just, it was incredible. Uh, Were you seeing those Daily Mail? It was a parade like no other parade. I believe it was on the Daily Mail. Okay, I'm going to go back and look. Speaking of the Daily Mail, speaking of the Irish Times. I I have to say our gorgeous guest is here, who, by the way, I have a crush on. And I'm I'm, I'm not You're just saying that because you know he has a crush on you. I actually don't know that he has a crush on me. I think that's Oh, fair. no, everyone knows he has a crush on you. He talks well, about I it all would, the time. I would get on that in five seconds, but I won't make this sexy. I don't buy it. I think you'd see him in person and, and wonder. I've seen him in person, Rana. Where'd you see him in person? Excuse me, Rana. I have a, a podcast called Attitudes that you were a guest star on in London, Rana, and we did it live, and Geroid was there. He wasn't our guest, though. No, but he was there. He I came was to see the guest. show. Yeah. You were the guest. Yeah. He came to he, see you and Adam Buxton. He came to see the show. His name's Garode. We're going to have to get to the bottom of it. How is Adam that. Buxton? Because Adam Buxton was built for quarantine, and I want to know. He was how built he's for quarantine. Doing. We got to find out. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, we should I, have him on. I'm going to send him a text. Again. He's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Send him. He is fun. He's yeah. a sleeper agent, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should bring Garode on because we have a bunch Let's of business, but he's a we listener do. to the show. And so he, so like, an, like a Naomi, might enjoy a little bit of a catch up. You know, he was my guest host when you were gone, which was fabulous. He's so delicious, this guy. You know what? I think maybe you were right about Garode with the first thing you said, maybe. I, I actually, why do I keep doing that, Rana? I got to stop. It's spelled Garode, like a hemorrhoid. How come we never made that joke before? <laughs> Presenting the hemorrhoid. Hemroad Fairley, coming now. <laughs> Let him in, Dante. Let her rip. Rana, are you a gamer? Have you ever done, been a gamer? Uh, you know, not really, but I have been known to find games very meditative. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, Rana, can I tell you what might be holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Please. Is it the hundreds of dollars it costs for your setup? Or are you the busy on the go type with only minutes to spare? In all honesty, it's both because I don't want to have to have a console. Of course not. Yeah. You don't want the eyesore. Exactly. Level up your game with Backbone, the universal gaming essential that instantly enhances your gaming experience on mobile. I use this on the train from Providence to New York City. And I have to tell you, it was a full blast. I did Mario Kart. I did Sonic. And I haven't played a video game in a long time. It's also very attractive, I have to say. It is. Yeah. Honestly, it's exactly what you want, especially when you're on the go. Yeah. Backbone just released a PlayStation edition of their beloved Backbone 1. The officially licensed controller for PlayStation was brought to life in collaboration with the PlayStation design team. The elegant colors, Mm. materials, Mm. and finishes. Mm, Scrumptious. And scrumptious inspiration of the design of the PS5 DualSense controller all the way down to the transparent face buttons and its visually distinctive floating appearance. I mean, this sounds like the future. Yeah. Simply plug in your iPhone to the backbone and enjoy console quality controls as you play console games via remote play or cloud streaming services and app store games. Again, I played things like Mario Kart, Sonic, Spider-Man, excuse me. You can even play games like Apex Legends Mobile, COD Mobile, Genshin Impact, Minecraft. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Go to playbackbone.com slash Rana. That's right. Now to order your backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. 
Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. That wonderful? How about that? Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, but you will also receive $10 of in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash Rana. And I have to say, what sounds like more fun than chilling out on the train or on the plane or on totally. the subway or just when you're trying to chill out? Yeah. By, by using Backbone and all you need is Backbone and your phone. So there you go. Playbackbone.com slash Rana. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. There we go. There we go. Now we're sucking diesel. Now, now <laughs> tilt it down just a touch so we can get more of My face. goodness. All this direction. Well, I should have been a director. Everyone knows that. Everyone does. Oh, a, a theater director. <laughs> Of course, she would have been said, I would have walked around with a cane and smacked them in the leg if their yeah. leg came out of the lineup. And you would say, you know what? Can you kick that light up to a 12? Perfect. I would just keep saying, from the top. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That'd be tough. Uh, I would have been an excellent Russian ballet instructor. You know, the time oh, that, type that destroys sure. oh. children and oh, makes sorry. careers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no tolerance no tolerance a for emotion destroy, a, a destroyer of childhoods and a maker of stars yeah. that's what I would yeah and you would just limp up yeah. and down uh, beside yep. a row of ballerinas just tapping a stick that's yep. exactly smash with they the would cane. be scared for their lives they would have permanent black and blues but only on the undersides of their knees because in performance I wouldn't want them to have any bruises that show <laughs> it's the most stressful <laughs> thing in the world Geroid when you have to walk down the long hall, if Rana needs to do a little check on you, and I honestly basically have to get a stylist, the whole thing, it's unnerving. You need to be bulletproof. When, whenever someone says, when Yardvina or anyone, or Tony or anyone says, Rana needs to see you, I, I have to like throw on some pancake makeup. I got to get, <laughs> get myself together and make that long walk down that hall. It's so scary. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I think if I had to meet her in real life, uh, yeah. I, it would be very difficult. I mean, t- today it was like, I need a shirt. Does it fit me? Is second, because it's a Zoom. <laughs> so it's just... <laughs> are you <laughs> recording? I sure hope you are, because this is just comedy gold. Gold, baby. I am. I am indeed, yes. I'm Fabulous. Really yeah. Well, I don't yeah. see your microphone, which to me is already a one merit. <laughs> okay, I'll, what I'll do is... I'll. Move I'll it closer I'm, to your I'm mouth. Show you I don't care setup. about the can. I don't care about your setup. I don't want to see these posters. I want to see where your microphone near your <laughs> near mouth. my mouth. That's okay. what I want to say. Oh my god, Rhonda, you're really you're really out of control. 
I'm running an enterprise. It's everything I've ever dreamed of. Good. I know that is of. part of the that is part of the deal. We yeah. can pitch <laughs> you to it. We can pitch your name to a hemorrhoid right before you came on. Well, because here's why, Garoad. I kept telling. <laughs> I, I can't believe we hadn't done it before. <laughs> well, when I was younger, I met the comedian Victoria Wood, uh, oh. who always made always made jokes about hemorrhoids, and uh, she was the first person that ever said to me. Oh, that sounds like a hemorrhoid. <laughs> As she was signing an autograph, and I thought, oh, <laughs> I guess this well, is nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was flirting. She was flirting. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. definitely think so. Definitely. Garota, are you in Dublin right now, or where are yeah, you? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'm in Dublin. Uh, I'm right in the Dublin city centre. So I'm kind of by, uh, like, the city centre <laughs> is about five minutes that way, and then the beach is about five minutes that way. Oh my God, how wonderful. Five minutes to yeah. city center, five minutes to the beach. What are you, some kind of celebrity? <laughs> oh, I guess that's the case. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Cleveland was recently in Dublin. He had to go on some official business. Yeah. I've never been. He had to go. Was he, did he take, he sometimes cleans the carpets. Is that what it was? He did a vacuum or? Yeah, he had to at clean one of the, the carpets. Theaters. Yeah, at a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he brought his wet, wet vac. <laughs> I know he's somewhere like, in there. There had been a, a big roll away there. case full of swatches. Yeah, there was yeah. a little water damage in a castle, and Mr. Cleveland had to fly to take care of it. But in any event, he <laughs> said it was the most beautiful place he's ever been. Dublin. That's what he said. Island. Yeah, he did. Oh wow! Something about it called to his soul, and that made me very nervous. To his stole? <laughs> what was he wearing? Yeah, his mink stole. <laughs> called to his mink stole. Then he was in Prague after that. Oh, wonderful! Oh, wow! Yeah. Yeah. And where He's trying to expand his I, enterprise. I've yeah. been living here a long time, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I've never well, thought that uh, way. All I, I know is this. Those places. He, he was went to four minutes from the city center waterfall. and four minutes from the Yeah, he was coast. one minute closer. One minute minutes. closer. Okay, he, yeah. He loved the area. neighborhood that Bono lives in. I don't know what that's. He didn't know the name of anything. Oh. Uh, he said, oh, I loved he, this. I loved that. But he, I said, well, what was it called? I don't know. Well, If you can imagine what, how, and- what could infuriate a person like me more than that kind of an answer. Yeah. What could send me to Rana the likes the details. It's with true. fury than a person who's just generally taking in life as opposed yeah. to specifically taking it in? That's right. <laughs> I would say that he was in, like, Bono lived in two places, to my knowledge. Uh, one uh-huh. of them was Cedarwood in Finglas. <laughs> and I don't think that that would no, be No, where sort of he lives now. You. Where he lives oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. That's Kalani. What's that? Kalini. Yeah, that's fine. Enya lives there in the castle. I was going to ask where Enya lives. Yeah, she lives in the castle in, in Kalini. <laughs> Are there ever any sightings? Or she kind of is like a reckless, I don't think she? that's where. He was saying in Dublin it was a neighborhood and there were lots of cute restaurants and things. Oh, it, it's Kalini. It's, it's a village kind of uh, south of Dublin. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's very fancy. What about Enya? Do people uh, see her out and about? She's supposed to be reclusive. She is supposed to be reclusive, but then just bizarrely, she it was in the paper she... a couple of weeks ago with her mother. a smoothie king? Some... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just coming out of a Starbucks. Not reclusive, just got old. Yeah, that's what they exactly. call old people, reclusive. And what they that's mean right. is, oh, sorry, we didn't notice you there. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're not interested anymore. <laughs> there, was, 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 she, was there an Enya sighting <laughs> recently? There was, yeah. There was something on in Trinity College in Dublin, uh, some event, and Enya was there uh, wow. with her mom, I think. Wow. Um, she must be very proud of her daughter. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless she's listening to the albums. <laughs> That's true. She might be like, your music is lame. It's like, Enya, is this not, is this not one, is this not one song? Yeah, it's really all one song. It really is all you one song. You two birds. No, Garode is my, do you know that Garode is like my husband? He's the one, he's the one he is. Uh, Brian is the one for me, 100%. You know, I'm he already has a husband who's a scientist. Yeah. Garode does? Yeah. Oh, great. But well, look, the, I mean, we have an arrangement. Look, we have an arrangement. Oh, great. The arrangement okay. is. And if you I've, find I've someone done... better, you're allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> the, Isn't that the arrangement, the arrangement is... everyone has? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't let him do any sort of, um, what do they call it? Scientists do, like chemical castration or anything. Like, oh, do, no, you know no, what I mean? No, he, okay. He, 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 can't, he can't administer. What is the arrangement? Well, I don't know what kind have. of experiments. Well, I did some prehab with this because, um, like, years ago when we were having this conversation about, you know, celebrity hall pass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was I, yours? What, yeah. What I did was, uh, he said his was like Ryan Gosling or something. And I said, oh, um, Josh in 911. Because he watches 911. I can't fucking wait to. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, say. I didn't tell him, obviously, that. That we know you each know, other. That we know each other. I mean, that, would be, that would just be silly. I love that. I love it. Was he like, aim higher? What are you talking about? Josh on 911. <laughs> no, he was like, that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, Rana, look at <laughs> yeah. this. Look at this. I feel I should leave the room. Uh, no, you're going to be there. Oh I, oh, I really don't want to. In a big hat. I, I, pre- I sure do appreciate the invitation. Anytime. So. Now, listen to me, Garode. We have a couple of updates, a couple of messages, a couple of updates. Uh, yes. We just want to share them quickly, and then we're going to get to some of this advice. There's a real are... roller coaster kind of. These questions are a little bit of a roller coaster today. That could be fun, though. Some of them are even okay. insane. Okay, she The other start- thing we could I'm do, Brian, I mean, I don't know. We can skip right to the questions if you want, but there are a couple follow ups I did want to hit quickly. Okay. Do which oh, yeah. which there's one from Scarlet's up. There's also the um one from Ryan who has the man with the clingy friend who wanted to be invited to all the plans but not date him. There's yeah. also yeah. Or which do you like? Well, the, the most important one is a PSA, and I think the Garode might have a perspective on this, which is okay. In Darcy's episode, we talked about a cat that kept coming in a window. Remember that? <gasps> yes. oh my- God, that's right. Someone wrote in desperately on Instagram right after listening, DM'd us, OMG, don't use peppermint. That was Daz's suggestion, I suppose. Because why? It will attract cats. Sorry, I I was just listening to today's episode on my run and heard the question about cats coming in through a window. Someone mentioned that animals hate the smell of peppermint. This is true for mice, but opposite is true of cats, mint, Basil, and most importantly, catnip are all part of the same plant family. How come no one cooks with catnip then? Anyone with a cat will tell you they go nuts at the scent of mint because they think it will get them high. I have to be careful when drinking mint (laughs) tea. And my cat attacks my legs whenever I use a menthol-infused lotion or sore legs on sore legs after a run. So peppermint (laughs) oil will attract the cats and cause even more of a frenzy. Now, Garot, is that (laughs) true or is that just her cat? Uh, that might be just her cat. I know. I know from how my what does Bo- what does Boots do when you're smoking a menthol cigarette? <laughs> well, um, Boots. Can I show you Boots? Actually, please. I mean, Boots is in her domain yes. at the moment. 
Which is where? I don't see her. She up she's at top. Oh, the, I see her. I she's see her. She's atop the cupboard. That's she's a good top, looking room, Garoid. This is the office. It's <laughs> thank you, but that's just very kind. It uh, is. She has a fan uh, just sitting right beside her. She's one of those. She just she knows. Uh, she doesn't know her privilege. <laughs> she's a real Cleopatra cat. She really is. Yeah, Rana, wouldn't that be fun though if you like well, took Trump and put peppermint all over him and then just unleashed a herd of cats? <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Well, they'd all you, jump right on his head anyway. That's true. I think what does work for keeping cats away though is if you take a tea bag and you you rip you rip the tea bag open and scatter the tea around. They don't like that. See, but here's what happens. You say something it, like that, yeah. and the next person who listens to this show <laughs> jogging has to yeah. pull over and say, no, oh my God, my if you have cat, a horse. yeah, My cat ate a piece of tea. And yeah. Yes, of course. What if you have a horse? A horse can't eat tea. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It'll be all sorts of- What if you have a mini of, horse? I have we'll a responsible. pig. Yeah. The cat stayed away, tea. but it attracts rattlesnakes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Diametaceous that's earth. That's my-, that's my uh, Prescription for the cats, getting the cats to stay away. That's an ingredient. Uh, okay, yeah. What's that? Now, oh, we, it's, oh, a, this was it's a, a whole thing. Oh, please. You just got to Google Bugs. it and know that just put it all over your body and all Bugs. over your house and nothing bad will ever happen. That was in the Mary <laughs> Holland episode. Correct. That's what you can go listen to that. Yeah. Uh, oh. So listen to me. This is a juicy follow-up from the Scarlet episode. This was the girl that was in a relationship with a polyamorous guy. Okay. Okay. So she was in a relationship with a guy that was in an open relationship. He was married. He okay. had a child. During the course of their relationship, he was married. He had a child with the woman he was married to. But he continued to carry on this, I guess it's not an affair because the relationship, relationship. was open. This relationship with our letter writer. And our letter writer broke it off with him. And then she went back in again. Yeah, sure. Okay. And now she really needs to break it off with him. Oh, I see. And oh. she wasn't sure how to move on or what to do, and we gave her the what for. So I'm going to let Brian okay. read the, the update it. here. Okay. Dear Rana, Brian, and Scarlett, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have listened to your response twice now, and I can't quite believe how insightful and supportive you both have been. Rana, you are absolutely correct that Morning Jay and our relationship is completely entangled with my grief for my father. I am terrified to go through that grief again, but I know it will be necessary. Scarlett was also right when she mentioned that I needed Jay then, but I am much stronger now. This one is harder for me to fully believe and internalize, but I know it to be true, and it was so helpful to hear. Your response has come at the perfect time, as Jay and I have been messy at best since I wrote the letter. (gasps) Your Mm. words have helped me get to the point where Mm. I am ready to fully close the door, as did the fact I had to brace myself before listening to your response because I already knew exactly what was coming. You were kinder and more understanding than I could have imagined. Nearly no one in my life has ever validated what the relationship has meant. And I think I needed the permission to appreciate it for what it was. That being said, you ultimately confirmed what I have known for a long time. There is no world in which anyone would recommend me to stay in the situation or keep trying. I love the idea of a force field, an external source of strength to get me through the challenging moments I'm sure will come. It is taking me longer than most, but I do finally feel ready to ascend to my throne. I'm particularly enjoying that imagery and will use it. Ooh, I like that too. Along with, yeah. the, along with the scent as inspiration to walk proudly into the next phase of life where my strength is enough. I will also say that my father, a proud Italian-American, would absolutely love the idea of a perfume from the Medici's. Medici's. 
Again, I cannot thank you enough. And I will stay true to Scarlet's restriction that this gift is for, quote, stay away from Jay use only. Truly touched and incredibly grateful. Emily, P.S. Okay, P.S. We can't say we can't, it. That's we can't say info it, yes. for you. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, wow. Well, that's a fabulous follow-up. We gave her the Santa Maria novella, um, Catherine de' Medici, sent. I got to say. Her. And the other thing I forgot nice. to mention was that her father passed away at the same time that she started that relationship. And so she sort of used that to not completely mourn the loss of her father. The, I got to say. The sort of a drama and attachment of that relationship. So now she sort of has to get into that Let mess one more time. But she's not the same girl she was then. She's strong enough. Totally. And I also have to say, like, when you break up with someone who you know isn't right for you or who you think is just yeah. not serving you well, you always think the hardest part is breaking up. The hardest part is not going back. The hardest part is really, like, yeah. resting in your power in that way and trusting what you did was the right thing. Because the the easiest thing to do is to be like, that was so comfortable and so nice, even though probably wasn't, and to go right back. So good for you. That's hard. She also wants more things out of life. And he's yeah. already get, getting and gotten those things with somebody right. else and does not want them with her. And that is a tough pill to swallow. But yeah. that's okay because yeah. now she has all of this experience and all of this, you know, she had that sort of transformational time in her life. Now she gets to walk out of that into something fabulous and get everything she deserves instead of a little bite of this and a bite of that and a bite of that just to make up a meal. I always think that when a relationship ends, like the the it's the nights where you come home and you think you have something to do and then you realize you don't. Uh-huh. They're the nights that you, they're the hardest ones because they're the ones where you kind of go, what am I doing tonight? I'm not doing anything. I don't have a plan. Yeah. I have, I have nothing to clean up. I don't have a book to read. Yeah. So what I would say is always have something cute on Netflix. <laughs> there you go. Keep it yeah, running. Go to, go, go, always have a go show. Straight, That's right. Go straight to bed. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Or, uh, Knock yourself out. Go straight to bed. That's right. Get a frying, frying a pan. Yeah. <laughs> Put a frying pan next to your bed and smash yourself. Just like smash yourself out. <laughs> and start over. Or I gotta take say, that it, time to do a face mask so you can get your face back out there. Speaking of faces, it full yeah. blown looks like I smeared Vaseline all over myself. Everyone today. knows you did. No, but, but I what, didn't. I think I think you're I using that slug serum. Is what I'm I not. Think. I'll tell you, I'm using a new SPF that I think might be too shiny. What's the brand? It's drunk called elephant. like. No, it's called. It's not drunk elephant. It's called. Um, I mean, I can go get it. It's in the bathroom. I don't remember the name of it. It's called like insane or something. No, maybe <laughs> what? I don't think, I don't it's something like that. I don't. Remember. I don't think it is called that. I don't remember what it's. called. I don't think that's a catchy name for a sunscreen company. <laughs> Insane. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got one more follow up and then we're going on here. So, this was the guy that was in love with his friend or liked his friend and told his friend he liked him. And his friend, they maybe hooked up a couple of times, I think. And then the friend said, I'm not looking for a relationship with you. And then they spent every minute together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that right? That's about right, Rana. Uh, And he said, Okay, we're not going to be together. But now we. Then now this friend is always saying, so then he tried to move on a little bit. And the other friend kept saying, am I invited? Am I invited? Well, why are you doing these plans without me? Yeah. But they, but he had tried to have a relationship. He was the straight him. one. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Straight. Should I read it, Ron? By straight. <laughs> Who, who's straight? No one's straight in this question. No, no one's straight in this question. <laughs> you said he was the straight one. I thought someone in it was straight. You're the, you're the straightest person attached to this question. 
Okay, fair enough. You know, and you know, I just want to say it was all fruits. It was a big bucket of fruit, and they were all in there together. I just want to say to all the straight guys, I hope you're all putting Aquaphor on your face at the end of every. It'll never not be funny to me to call someone a fruit. I'm sorry. Oh, it's the funniest thing. I started saying it, Rana. Like I literally casual homophobia. Oh, it's so it's rampant here. Well, you know, my cousin, the fruit. He's a fruit. He's a fruit. Well, my brother I, was a fruit, so I know yeah. what I'm talking about. He's another fruit like me. I love it. Just all the fruits were there. You know, it was really the fun. Fruit. It was the whole fruit machine. Exactly. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. All the fruits. It's my okay, favorite so thing. Read the read the follow up from this fruit who had the other fruit it. that wasn't interested in him. This is a real fruit. Okay. I wanted to be invited to everything. Yeah, of course, like any yeah. fruit would. I yeah, hate fruits have fruits have major FOMO. Let's be honest. <laughs> Dear Ron and Brian, I wanted to follow up my letter about the needy friend and that I truly took your words to heart. I sure ta- hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, what the fuck did you waste our time for? What are we doing <laughs> after taking <laughs> After taking your advice, I began to see Jay a lot less. He started acting out by putting me down and talking shit about my long-term friends to me. No Cool. Wonder. Yeah, oh. so cool. We had a conversation. I told him I needed time apart for him. Weeks had passed, and one night I was driving home from an appointment with my therapist and feeling really good about progress I was making. Ring, ring, fruit, fruit. It was Jay. I took the call. And my banana he- phone rang. My, <laughs> <laughs> my banana phone rang. I had to take off my Clementine earrings to pick it up. It was Jay. I took the call, and all he could do was point out how shitty I was for his word, abandoning what? him and being too sensitive about how he spoke about my friends. After a very honest conversation, he left me on this line. P.S. Remember when you were hoping for a relationship? I should have told you I was sleeping with a decent amount of people. I hope this being on the table means we can start fresh. Okay, I, love start the, fresh. I love the quantity of a decent amount of people. Yeah. He ignored what my request. That? What, what, what is that? I think it's, I think it's two. Oh no way! I think it's like six. I think it's. I think it yeah. wants to be four, but it's oh, only I see. two. I see. Yeah. Okay. He I'm saying, my... I think he's trying to imply he was sleeping with ten different more people, than he actually was. People. But decent okay. amount right. of people okay. means more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Start. I, do, does Jay listen? Does Jay also listen? I don't know if Jay listens. I feel like this no. sounds to you me like they've had a conversation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Start fresh, ignore my request for space, and then rub salt in the wound. Not only was he pulling this crap, but ruined how I was feeling after a great therapy session. Well, that's on you. I yeah, told well, him you that answered I answered the phone, bozo. Yep. I told him that I think we were done and to please respect my space. <laughs> I muted him on Instagram so I don't have to be notified if he messaged me. And it would go to the message I was, request section. I was eating a delicious bowl of ice cream and someone said, Would you mind if I splashed you in the face with some vinegar? And I Correct. said, sure. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's been a month or so, and I'm clearing out some spam messages in that Instagram folder. There's one from Jay. If this message has been, if this message had been written by Ramona Singer, Lisa Rinna, or Heather Dubrow, I wouldn't have been surprised. I'm really missing you, but I'm sorry you're still hurting. And that's that. Thank you for giving me the push I sorely needed. I spoke about the situation with my therapist recently. And she gave me the exact same advice as you all. That's going to be an insult to Rana. Rana, Brian, and remarkable guests, you'll have to start billing us for your time. Thank you so much. C. The only thing oh. this letter made me realize was that Taylor Armstrong is coming back to the Real Housewives of Orange County. Orange and County. I might, and I might and I might watch as a result. 
Yeah, I like her. I liked. Did you watch Ultimate watched, Girls Trip? I haven't watched Orange County in a hundred years. Did I'm you watch that Beverly Hills? All of it. Did you watch that Ex Wives Ultimate Girl Trip? Was she? It wasn't on there, was she? Oh yeah, it was Dorinda. Uh, I'll go. I'll, oh, it's I'll go watch Dorinda, that. Vicky, yeah. Tamra, Taylor. Who else? Phaedra. Dorinda and Vicky should not be in the same place together. Oh, How did that go? They, they hated each other. Yeah, that's not yeah. right. Vicky that's kept calling TV. Dorinda's house old, and Dorinda was getting furious because it's all at the Berkshires. The entire series is all of them staying. There. <laughs> what? It's the most insane. Dorinda hosts. Brandy's the is it there Manor? too? Yeah, she hosts the all at Bluestone. Yeah, she hosts the all at Bluestone. She must just Manor. need that rental. I don't understand. She, and by why. the way, she keeps saying because it's sort of interesting, a little bit behind the scenes. It's like they're like, well, "What did Andy Dur- tell Dorinda you?" Dorinda does age twenty five years when she goes to Bluestone Manor. Totally. In but New they, York, she's sort of hot and sexy, and then when she goes to the Berkshire, she becomes an old grandmother who's always trying to put out like a devil egg in a, yep. in a you know, <laughs> anything to keep drinking wine all day. So this goes with this. Everything so she is. They had a hot balloon air ride, the hot air balloon ride, but it was, it was, it was tied down in Dorinda's backyard. So they just like got in the balloon and then went up like 10 feet. Oh, I do that. Yeah, they did that. But also (laughs) insurance reasons for insurance reasons. But I also have to say this, um, all of them talk because they're all had been fired and they all each talk about like, what did Andy tell you? What did Andy tell you? And Dorinda goes, which is great. Their conversations are so good. It was so fucking good. And they aired it. What did Andy tell you? Yeah. And um, and Dorinda kept saying, oh, Andy just told me I was on pause. And they were like, right. So that means that she goes, no, he told me I was, I'm on pause. I wasn't fired. I'm on pause. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's well, so that, good. that shows me just how smart Andy is. Definitely. Because he knows Dorinda is just relentless. She's a dog with a bone. And so you don't want to deal with Dorinda. And also everyone said, um, did you ask Andy why you were fired? And Dorinda was the only one who goes, no. In fact, I told him I did not want to know. Oh. Yeah. Cause she doesn't want to hear about her flaws. Well, she's going to hear, she has to <laughs> go to rehab. Hear That's Luann's yeah. problem. Correct. Uh, okay. So listen I, to me. I, yes. I, I actually, I'm jealous because I've never watched any real housewives. And I think, you don't have to I was be talking jealous. to my friends about this recently. And I think the reason I've never watched it is I have four sisters. So, yeah, you've lived it. <laughs> it was basically my childhood. Yep. Yeah, you don't need a minute of this. Sat on a budget. <laughs> okay, yep. now our first question is coming from an international letter writer. Oh okay. So we're going to make, there's a, it could be a little bit hard. The letter is very well constructed, but there's a little bit of, Translation issues. Who's who here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're playing. Okay. We're playing Horton. He's a who here. Uh, I'm going to read this. Garode, as you know, people write. They're desperate. They really don't Ugh. have anywhere to turn, or they no. have places to turn. They don't like the answers they're getting there. And I have bad news for them. They're not going to get an answer they like more here. The fact okay? that we're getting we're opening this up with a letter from Carmen San Diego basically means that everyone is desperate. But I think international, I think Carmen. <laughs> it's like last resort. Where yeah, exactly. in the world. Yeah. Dear okay. Ron O'Brien and marvelous guest. And Garode, by the way, you're Aww. on tour right now, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm on tour. I'm going to the Edinburgh Festival on oh, Monday fabulous. for where two can, weeks. Do you, where do people go two to weeks. see where your dates are? Um, I'm uh, GaroadFarrelly.com or on my Perfect. Instagram. Perfect. Okay, with a date is on, is on my Instagram. You got it. You know, it's funny. I was texting with someone today who shall remain nameless, who oh. I said I saw that you were at, at Edinburgh and I was feeling a little bit nostalgic. 
having done the Edinburgh Festival. Sure. And they wrote back and said, yes, but wow. You know, it's a lot. Yeah. And the truth is, it is, it's probably great to swan in for two weeks and swan out. Yeah. But to be there for the whole month, it is a very complicated relationship because it's a beautiful city. (laughs) Yeah. And everybody says, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And you think, you know what I haven't even seen is the inside of my bed. And that's the only thing I want to see. I'm so yeah. tired. And yeah. the environment can feel a little bit toxic because it's just it's... people talking about their shows all of the time. Right. Yeah. But the town is beautiful. Beautiful. It, and, and it's, and it's just cold. to the guilds with narcissists for, <laughs> for 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them having a nervous breakdown. Yep. Well, that's sort of the energy, you know, that yeah, is sort is. of the energy. And everyone also feels that they're supposed to say, this is incredible. This is the time in my life. I'm having the time in my life. And, and it, no one yeah. can really figure out how to enjoy it. But It's that thing of like, pe- everyone says, um, are people talking about me? And also, why aren't people talking about me? You have both exactly. of those thoughts constantly. And also, there's, there's, everyone has a day up in Edinburgh where it's like you just tell people, I'm having the day. And the day is the day you realize you're not going to be the head of the festival. You're not the, you're not going to be discovered right. to be a massive star. It's right. just, you, you've just got another 20 shows to do. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be the exactly only person that comes out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's Dear just going Dear Ron O'Brien yeah. and marvelous guest. Couldn't be more accurate as a Absolutely description. true. I need your infinite wisdom as I'm in a dire situation. Like your other listeners, I have nowhere else to go. I left out a lot of details as I tried to keep it tight. I know it's still too long. Oh, okay. <laughs> my problem relates to my sister. For a bit of context, I'm in Scotland. Oh, there we go. And she's back home in mainland Europe. She has a bakery and has been working 18 hours a day for the past six years with no days off just to keep the business afloat. She has invested everything she had into this business, and so did I. I was about to buy my first home when she called that the, called that the store she was to say that the store that she was renting was going to be sold. So me and my brother put all of our money together and bought the shop so she could stay open. Wow! Wow! Oof. I'd have to take two no. or three breaths over just that sentence. If this, yeah. if the whole letter was that, That's her husband kind. is a yeah. baker as well, and they do the business together. They have been together for 10 years, but recently my sister fell in love with another guy. Right, Like I was saying, the rules in their relationship were also, uh, we have to be together <laughs> until we meet someone better, I guess. <laughs> sure. It's not now all out in the open and she must make a decision. Since things blew up, we learned that the husband, I'm paraphrasing here to make it clearer, has been on drugs during most of their time together. He is supposedly clean now, but we connected the dots. We learned that over the years, he has been stealing from her, my brother, and my grandparents to fund his addiction while my sister was paying off his mountain of debts. From the back channels, we also learned that he told my sister he would get, love that expression, the back channels. Yeah, I do too. That's good. We also learned that he told my sister he would kill himself if she, oh, I hate this guy, oh, if she left God. him and has been emotionally blackmailing her since. We can only imagine what else is going on behind closed doors. She's too proud to tell any us any of this. She describes her relationship to us as perfect. They're best friends. And if she didn't fall in love with this other guy, they could live happily ever after. They were about to start a family. Mm-hmm. Thank God they didn't. To oh. me, 
it's obvious that she needs to leave this toxic guy. But if she was to leave him, she couldn't keep her bakery open as she couldn't handle the workload and she can't afford to hire any more people, especially with the current inflation and rising costs. This shop has absolutely broken her, but she refuses to give it up as it's her life's work. It will never it will never be possible to have a family with 18-hour workdays and no end in sight. I told her I think it's better to give it up now before she puts even more of her money and energy into it, hoping if she gave up the shop, she could see that this guy is dead weight. However, I own her shop with my brother, and since property prices quadrupled in the area, she thinks, I just want my payday, and then I'm working an angle. Well, if I just figured, I think I know what he's supposed to do, but we'll see. While the family suspected this guy wasn't all that, to keep the peace, we just tried to support her as much as possible. I even paid for this guy's new set of teeth. Oh, my gosh. Wonderful. It's insanity. I just want to scream at her to shake out out of it, but also upset at myself for how foolish I and the family have been to ignore the signs for so long. I would just like her to be safe and see some sense, but the distance also doesn't make it any easier. Please help. P.S. The new, this new guy isn't all that either. Turns out he no, also threatened not. to kill himself if she yeah. didn't choose him. And oh he has gosh. and he has a family. Lots of love. M. Are you dying to know what country this is as much as I am? It's not Scotland. Oh no, it's mainly the, in Europe. You're right. I'm dying to know if this is like who these men know, are who are Spain, suicidal. Right? Who's so, yeah, these, you know, Romania, these men that threaten to kill themselves every time a woman doesn't do what they want. I want to know where, if this is a cultural norm in this culture, right. is what I want to know. I'm going to just say it. I, I, and yeah. I don't mean to sound Let's shitty. And I don't mean to sound shitty. I know you've done the quick math on this and you've done or it. Or petty or tight. Yeah. Yeah. It is absurd to me. Not absurd. I would never have bought a bakery. For one of my siblings. I just can't imagine doing it. Especially with someone who you've never really liked, which is the husband. I would be so, I would just, that's the part that I'm just sort of like, well, sell this place. Get your fucking money back. Take care of yourself. She's not the one writing in about this. She's not the one looking for answers here. It doesn't seem like. She's the one who's running. By the way, I mean, I don't want to, she doesn't have a, Drug problem, maybe, but she's got an addiction problem. Which Definitely, is she's addi- addicted yeah. to these terrible relationships. But she and wants guess to what? save she doesn't these people. Care. She may as well be a drug addict because the way she's treating her family is like this is a real shit rolls downhill situation. Is what yeah, this for is. her to say you just want to sell yeah. it because you want the money. Yeah, it was your money that you spent. Which I know you're saying that's not the reason. That's the reason for me. Totally, like it's a perfectly fine reason. Yeah, guess what happened to you? You made, when you bought that place, you basically kissed goodbye to that money. That's the same as giving someone a loan and hoping they pay it back. I mean, we all hope, but you better assume it's not going to happen. Yeah. You better say, can I live without this money? That's right. When you give somebody a loan. And you thought, let's not, you played a little game where you tried to boost her confidence and tried to believe in her. And you said, this will be a great investment for us. And the question is, were you investing in the business or were you investing in the building? And you were investing in the building. And the building has now quadrupled in value. And so the only good news here 
is that you made an investment where you thought you were never going to see that money again. And the investment actually matured in, yeah. in a very short amount of time. So congratulations. Get out of the, you live in another country. You have to say, uh, quite simply, I'm simplifying my portfolio. I -hmm. cannot manage these things anymore. My life is in Scotland. You're wherever you are. You don't even have to make this about, I'm making a judgment on your life. You have to say- No, I wouldn't. It doesn't have to be part of it all. business isn't functioning. So we have two options here. We can either get a new tenant or we can sell the business. Mm -hmm. I love you. I've supported you for 10 years. I understand that everything's a mess, blah, blah, blah. You need your personal life to be personal and your professional life to be professional. And this is the easiest way for me. Uh, you know, I'm ready. I need the money. Yeah. I want to buy a house. I wanted I to money. buy a house before and I didn't because I invested in the business. And now I want to buy a house. And so now it's time for me to take care of me. Yep. And I yep. gave you 10 years to figure it out. 10 years. Like lending somebody that amount a of money decade. for 10 years. That's in, like, that is... So it's crazy. She's been walking around in her own mess for 10 years with this guy. Exactly. And sometimes, sometimes if you present such a, if you present a solution like that, like giving them a big amount of money, sometimes you're not helping because they they haven't, they haven't found their own way. They've, they've been bailed out. Uh, And sometimes being bailed out isn't, isn't what you need. Also, it was an ATM machine for his, for his uh, addiction. Yeah. yeah, the she money he's stealing is your is money. Financing his addiction. That's enough of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yes and no. You gave him a house to 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 do it in. Let's put it that way. The business yeah. and the and the I assume the business and the real estate investment is separate. But the answer is, uh, I wanted to buy a house ten years ago. I didn't, and now I want to buy it, and so I'm going to do that. And so we're going to sell this. I do think you could consider, I'm not sure. You'd have to really think about this. If you don't think, maybe she, if she doesn't have somewhere to live, if she doesn't have a penny, et cetera, et cetera, you could consider saying, uh, I know that you get your primary income from the business. I assume it's whatever it is, $1,000 a week, $1,000 a month. I have no idea. You know, I have no idea. And I am going to, we, we're making a great profit. I've talked to the brother, if the brother agrees. By the way, you have to get his buy-in on this. You bought right. it together. And yeah. you say, we'll give you a allowance for three months, six months, basically like a severance. If you can live without th- that money. And you are really desperately worried about her that she's not going to be able to get herself on her feet and that you want to help her get on her feet. But what you can't do is give her cash basically because she's going to give it to the people that these horrible pe- people in her life. Mm-hmm. So you're just paying these men. She's just literally handing it over to them. So you can either say, I'll pay for your apartment for three months. Or I, if you want to go to trade school, I will pay for that. Or, you know, a thing. And also you That's- have to get, you have to like lose the narrative for your sister that how does she keep falling into these situations? You know, oh, it's not oh, oh, that oh. at all. She's putting herself in these situations. I couldn't agree. Totally. And she likes it. And, and she also, what what the sisters also should do is she could crow, crowbar every veneer out of that man's head that she had for. So sell no those question. teeth. Mark them up, sell, sell them Sell those on. teeth. You have nothing to apologize for here. You, you don't owe a person a thing. Nope. Your sister has been playing bakery and playing marriage for the last 10 years. Yep. And she has failed at both of them. 
just 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 to serve it to you cold because we're not talking to her we're talking to you that is her life that is not your life you are and not something- little playmates that you need to help her because she skinned her knee on the on the playground anymore she is every day in this toxic environment and i gotta say something tells me if you both you and your brother dropped everything for this something tells me she's probably the youngest and she also probably um is a bit of a baby or whatever yeah 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 this is just enabling really and also you you gave her a gorgeous opportunity from the bottom of your heart yeah and it didn't work out and thank the heavens you have been rewarded for your altruism or you whatever you want to call it you have somehow, some way been rewarded that your investment has matured. So you either need to shake that tenant out of there, which is your sister, and get another one in and keep the keep the building or sell that building. But it is over. Bye-bye. And by the right. way, you think every day she doesn't think that's coming? She can't believe it's gone on this long. Otherwise, she wouldn't She's be paranoid about it. Yeah, exactly. Not a grown-up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, worst case scenario, if you were to do it all again, it would just be the same outcome. Yeah. Like, and you're guess actually what? doing her a favor by Great breaking the She's not going to be happy about it. It is going to. No, she's going to have a temper uh, It is going to destroy your relationship for a while. Temporarily. But your relationship is absolutely not the kind of relationship. This is bad already. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She's it, not this your is a, daughter. It's a relationship that needs an explosive Paul. Yep. I agree. Blow it up. Guess what? The only person who hasn't threatened to kill themselves in this scenario is her, by the way. She's going to be fine. She didn't write She's going to be mad, but she's going to be fine. And guess who? She's going to get closer with your parents, and they're all going to talk about what a jerk you are. But you and your brother need to get on the same page about this. And you also need to, and if your brother is a softie, you need to call him up and say, I'm done. I want my money back from the investment. It was an investment. So, there. Well, I don't. Da, 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 da. Well, then, okay. I'm going to sell my portion to someone else and you can be in business with them. Outside looking in, it is to me outrageous that you would spend the money you wanted on a house for your sister's business that wasn't fully vetted and on a path to success. That is Correct. wild. Absolutely. Yeah. You and, put and your life on hold. You put your life on hold for this. And he's going to say, well, I already now do own an apartment. Well, good. Go buy another one. Go or get another one. Something else. Yep. Or keep this real estate investment and get rid of your tenant who is a nothing a tenant. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind That's of fascinated charade. by the teeth though. The teeth are pretty this fascinating. The, I, I don't know why this, I don't know why this bothers me so much, but the idea that she would have invested all of that money in the business, the business is failing. And then at some point there was a conversation where she ended up paying for all of this dental work. I just wonder. So how it's how a, I think it's a he. Is it's our like throwing money at a problem. He, he or a she. I don't know why I thought it was a he. Maybe it is a she. For some reason, I thought she, but that just might have been an assumption I made. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can look it up. Because that's interesting. Whether it's a, it's, if it's an interesting di- dynamic to me, if it's a sister. Right. Not a brother. Uh, a brother. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. a different thing. The brother is the caretaker. The sister, if it's the sister, the sister is living a more successful life than this sister. There's like and a has guilt, there. guilt about the fact that her life is together. Right. And the teeth actually are an incredible, it's an incredible point, Garode, because what it is is a boundary that never should have been crossed. 
which is yeah. why do you think because you have more, it's your job to get teeth for this guy? Why yeah. don't you just enjoy the fact that you have more? Yeah. And be generous when you feel like it. Yeah. But you have intertwined your life with these people. Right. Her life is not your fault. I'm going to try and look it up while you, while you read the next one. The, What'd you say, Gore? The other thing that happens in those situations is um, when you, you know, when you do something nice for somebody and you're continuously, I guess, like the treat has become the norm. Yeah. Like the, the fact that she did this one nice thing and she paid all of this money to invest in the business yes. is now expected. It's now, oh, this is what she does. She makes these big gestures I in my it. life. And, it's, I, I, and the more you do that, the less it's appreciated. Definitely. And the more it's expected. Exactly. All right, Ron, well, it, was, it I, was a man who wrote in. Okay. And then the other thing I'm reading here. So it's her brother. because I looked up the email address of the person. And I think I know what country they're in. But anyway. Oh. Is it a country we would expect men to act like this? At first blush? Honestly, it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Very moody and dramatic country. Oh, like that. The yeah. one thing I will say about those th- those men that do the whole, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself if you leave me. I think yeah. one rule of thumb in a situation like that is they never do. No, because of course not. They're th- those uh. narcissists never do themselves harm. Totally. I just killed a fly. Rana. <laughs> wow. Talk about a killer. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness! Oh, yuck! What did you do it with? How'd you kill it? My Rana, hand. how did you kill it? I got with to, a look, like that with a with a tap. Oh, not even a fly can get one past Rana. I got a tap. Uh, well, it landed right next to me. It either was in. I I feel badly now. I was probably interested in the show. No, that's okay. Uh, I probably threw up really all overall. Anything moved a little closer to listen. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's a bro- it seems like it's a brother. It's, it is a brother. Anyway, the other thing I'll say to this brother, based on what I'm seeing about where the brother, if they're from where I think they're from, mm-hmm. is you better get out of that real estate investment anyway. Because that uh, things are on the up and up in that country, but that country is on its way to being isolated by the rest of Europe. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. So I think this is a hot... In, I think that this is a hot neighborhood right now, but if I were you, I would sell while the getting is good. That's my Well, this opinion. is a back channel. Uh, so there we are. Things are not. So you know what? If that's the country, getting them new teeth is not the big sis- gesture that they, <laughs> it's no. not the big gesture that, you know, that we first I thought. think you should walk in to see your sister and however you say this, you should just say to her, sorry, toots. The gig is up. <laughs> I like Payday that. Sorry, is over. toots. Yeah. It's over, toots. But come she, in flanked by, the way, by she people. Might, she might actually be relieved. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Who wouldn't be? I, yeah. Well, because there's another aspect to this, which is it's an incredible responsibility. That's a hard job. Invests in your business. Yeah. A being a yeah. baker is a is a he's, he's right about the family thing, but when someone in your family invests in the business. There's an extra, even from the bank, there is just an extra level of, uh, I'm going to disappoint you. And you seem to have this parental child relationship with your sister. And what she might actually be relieved to hear, A, it's over. So you can stop chasing yourself around this, your tail around this apartment, Mm -hmm. this bakery. And B, 
No had feelings. I triple quadrupled my investment. Oh, do you know what I think? Yeah. I think the way you walk in, you walk in how Rana said, but you're wearing a business suit, very mm-hmm. tailored. And yeah. by the way, you're also in this situation like a woman. I hope a cape too. And a cape, exactly. Yeah. You look or sort at least of like a jacket with a chain. <laughs> you look like one of the mean ones who wouldn't let Julia Roberts shop in Pretty yeah. Woman. You come mm-hmm. in and you and you're flanked by people who are getting busy, and you go, "Take it all off the walls. Take that too." I think uh-huh. you forgot something, sister. I own this company, and I have to tell you, I'm taking it all back. Bye bye. That's what you do. And make sure your gloves. Your gloves are in your hand, and you're wearing a fedora. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And you should have a man with you, and his only job should be to close the door when you storm out. Absolutely. I just want to say, we've given given you very good advice. We have. You should take our advice. I agree. It's excellent. Uh, Honestly, I feel like this must be what it was like to be there when the Mona Lisa was painted. Yes. That's what I feel like. I feel like that I feel like I was in the room. Men have named you. I'm not allowed to sing anymore. Do you know that? Uh, someone wrote. wrote in and said they didn't like it when Ron is saying. You know they what? Had they said they I hope had that it. person took our advice and beat it. I said, this is my house. Yeah. If I want to sing, I'll sing. And Brian's the only one that has to deal with it. I think, I you, I think you should do a charity <laughs> record. I agree. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think Oh Holy Night at Christmas. Or something Can like I that. be the charity? Well, it's very interesting <laughs> that you say that because I just purchased, which is very unlike me. Okay. I just purchased a vinyl album. Rana, okay. so hip. The, well, it's interesting. You'll understand why I did it when I did it. And I'm going to tell you what it's called because I couldn't, can't, couldn't for the life of me possibly remember. Yeah. It is, uh, the album is called Golden Ages, Brooklyn Hasidic Contorial Revival Today. Wow. Golden, okay. Ooh. So this is basically- an album where they took a bunch of Hasidic singers from Brooklyn. Okay. And they sang songs from hundreds of years ago. Okay. That people don't sing anymore. But God, they happen to have cool. that the sound. The music or something? Wow. Uh, yes. And there's the album cover. It's sort of fun and gorgeous. Oh, that's super cute. Oh, wow. Kind of mid- that's very mid-century. like 70s sexy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Terracotta Tower. Uh, right. And I ordered this from the Krakow Music Festival, I want to say. Anyway, I ordered it on vinyl. I thought it would sound great on vinyl. But there you go. With the warm crackle. Is that, is that, musically, is that what you, is that what you'd go for? I mean, honestly, I was thinking more of a, you know, a kind of a, it's raining man, Christmas, (laughs) the Christmas version. Well, this isn't my, oh, for us, we would do more of a For you, yeah, for you. More of a Xanadu album, yeah. Yes, for sure. In honor of Olivia. In honor of Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to our next question. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, ready, Rana? Yeah. I just forgot to ask you. Okay, great. Oh, did you? Oh, it was so, you're so polite. You are well, yeah. very well raised. I'll say. Thank that. you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what my secret is. It's frying up bacon and then pouring the grease all over your face right before you record a podcast. <laughs> That's my signature. That's my signature secret. I well, I had a shower just before this podcast and I sweated through the first 15 minutes. I am shiny as hell. I don't know what you it look, is. It- I think you look dewy, not shiny. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, we got to get moving. Raw and too shiny. Garode's got a hot right. out. Oh, boy. I've got a hot out. Well, I'm closing the yeah. club later, but like, there yeah. we go. They can wait. Dear Brana. 
Brana, I said. Oh my God, that's us oh, together, Rana. Brana, Brana, we've never done that. Before. We've never done a Brana. It's like no, Lebron, LeBron James' son is called Bronny. I love that. Yeah, he's LeBron Junior. Bronny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Dear Rana, Brian, impossible, illustrious guest. You betcha. I'm a 21 year old college senior at an SEC school, okay. which is Southeastern Conference, which right. is hysterical. Everyone, that I know buckle that. up, okay? okay? Because this is a case where we're giving advice to a young person. Not oh, at all. We usually I'm are giving advice to, to people in their 20s and 30s. This is 21 this years is old. This is going to be a great moment for you two to say, sweetheart. I don't know if they want me to say the name of the school. I can't tell, but just know it's like a Bible Belt Southern University. Okay. I think that's okay. fair. Yeah. Okay. As if being in the Bible Belt wasn't rough enough, I am a cis, gay, half-Hispanic man, and as you can imagine, the gay population is small. I've been listening to Ask Rana since its inception in fall 2019, my first semester of college. Oh. That's very sweet. And I can confidently say that hearing the grace and eloquence at which you both give advice has made quite the impact on me in these formative years. In January well, we're about of 20- to find out just how wrong it's Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> You might have fared better. Doesn't seem like it's working. Yeah. In January of 2022, I met a man that is perfect on paper, handsome, charismatic, ambitious. And most importantly, we both agreed that we meshed very well. After two or three years, not years, after two or three days of chatting on Bumble, we decided to go out for coffee to chat and see where things go. At the date, we sat and chatted. It's a lot of chatting. At the date, we sat and chatted for around four hours, but the hours seemed like minutes. On our way out, I was shocked when he turned to me and asked, can I hug you? Very sexy. This date couldn't have gone better. I really enjoyed it, and I need to see you again. Wow. That's what he said. He said that to her. Or he said that to him, excuse me. As someone who doesn't date around much, this verbal, intentional reassurance was like wind in my sail. In the week between our first and second date, we texted, called, and everything seemed to be going perfect. On our second date... We decided to hang out at his apartment where I would bring dinner and we would watch a movie. Once I got there, everything seemed great. His you got roommates swindled. Came... Yeah, I, I have a feeling. You brought dinner, yeah. His roommates came home, so he introduced me to them and his friends. Now, this is where I start questioning my actions. He okay. mentioned he had read the book, The Perks of Being a, Perks of Being a Wallflower, but never watched uh-huh. the movie. Because of okay. this, I suggest we watch it. Big mistake. Okay. My love for the movie wiped the scenes of self-harm, homophobia, and S.A. Sex addiction, maybe? I don't know. So you can imagine that this wasn't exactly the perfect date movie. Well, he'd read the book. What? Who cares? Yeah. We ate dinner while we watched the movie and sat on the floor together. For the two hours of the movie, we exchanged few words, didn't touch, and sat four inches apart. The movie AKA ended. A.K.A. watched the movie. We talked exactly. We talked about some things on our Bumble profile. I asked about a prompt on his profile. He swore that he'd already told me. And when he, I insisted he hadn't, he simply said, Oh, must have been another guy. A dagger to my heart. But I chose to ignore it. He then proceeds to say that he has something to show me. So he walks beside his bed and picks up a five gallon bucket. I'm going to have to leave the room for the next pot. He prefaces by saying that he's a. Oh, no. He prefaces by saying that he's a huge environmentalist and insists that I don't freak out. He pulls the lid off, and to my dismay, he reveals an army of styrofoam-eating mealworms that he keeps only inches from his bed. Honestly, I'm relieved that it's not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, my God. But that's disgusting. I I try to play it cool and say how interesting it is, but he just replies. sleeping with a bucket of worms next to you. But he just replies, red flag, right? 
Minutes, minutes pass and he starts hinting for me to leave, insisting that he's tired and must wake up early for class. It's 10 p.m. I take the hint. I leave. His actions and words at the end of, of the night made it seem like he was trying to get me to break that he was trying to get me to break things off with him. So something must have happened within the evening to make him feel this way or he wouldn't have invited me over in the first place, right? Okay, read that sentence again. Because sure. this is the part where it all goes, all goes wise crossed haywire. You got it. I take the hint and leave. His actions and words at the end of the night make it seem like he was trying to get me to break things off with him. So something must have happened within the evening to make him feel this way or he wouldn't have no. invited me over in the first place. Right? No. Kind no, of. no, no, and no. The next day, I don't hear from him all day, except for that night where he calls me and breaks things off. You just didn't show up with a bucket of mealworms. That's the only thing you did wrong. Right. You didn't also have a bucket of mealworms. Spewing niceties <sighs> like, you're a great guy. I really want to be your friend. Let's go out for coffee again soon. And follows up with a text saying, you didn't do anything wrong. I just get a gut feeling when I like someone. You didn't give me that. I let it go and simply forgot about him. Good for you. Six months passed, and I run to get coffee on a whim at a Starbucks on the opposite side of town that I've visited mm -hmm. once in the past three years. To my surprise, he works there now. He took my order at the drive-thru but didn't check me out, so we never interacted face-to-face -face or confirmed that it was the other person. Curiosity got the best of me, so I decided to go there to study, and my suspicion was confirmed. To be fair, I was studying for my MCAT, so I was focused and didn't realize he was there. I don't buy it. Uh, no, I don't believe that for a second. No, this whole thing is made up, yeah. So I was focused and didn't realize he was there until I was on my way out. But at that time, he was busy, so I left and sent him a text later that evening that explained the situation Chicken. and that I didn't Chicken. purposely... Oh. Chicken That's run. Me. This That's is getting exactly. nuts. Yeah. This is getting relatable That's... is what I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so I was focused. I didn't realize he was there until I was on my way up. But at that time, he was busy. So I left and sent him a text later I that I went evening. there to find him, but I didn't realize he was there. Are you telling me you didn't look up from your MCAT book every 12 that seconds? That is a bald-faced lie. <laughs> so every was... person on this Zoom has done that. Yep. Put themselves totally. in a situation where they thought of someone course. Would be, wanted to run into them and then chickened out. Funny seeing you here. Yeah. Yeah. So I left and sent him a text later that evening that explained the situation and that I didn't purposely not say hey and that I hoped his life was going well. Oh, God. As I write oh, this, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I sent that text a couple hours ago and haven't received a response. After being reminded of him weeks ago, he's been all I can think about. I attribute this to the fact that I don't have any, many social things going on outside yeah. of the occasional study group and people I interact with at my coffee shop coffee shop at my coffee shop job since most of my friends have moved home for the summer i want to try again with him but he's already explained that i just don't give him that gut feeling as i mentioned earlier the gay scene is scarce in my southern college town and the ambitious mm -hmm. gay population is even smaller am i yeah. wrong to think that i must have given him that gut feeling on the first date so him saying that i didn't was simply an excuse to cut things off <laughs> am i crazy for waiting to see if he'd be willing to try again i understand he told me how he felt and that i need to accept it but the feeling slips so drastically that i can't help but wonder what could have been please help best gay and unwilling to let go p.s i understand that we went on two dates six months ago but i need closure or if wanted to slap me across the face tell me to get a grip and while pursing her lips give me a look that would shake me to my core and wake me up from this delusion mm. p.s.s i forgot to mention in the past six months i've uh -huh. asked him to get coffee which was met with no response <gasps> i drunk texted him apologizing p.p.s oh god, oh god. 
God, this poor man. I drunk texted him apologizing <laughs> for asking to get coffee and that I did it because he checked all of my boxes just so rare to find it a person and that I yeah. hate that things didn't move further. He responded that he appreciated me taking the time to say that, that he thought it was sweet and said he hoped everything was going well for me. That was about two to three months ago. And then he fo- – then okay, so that was it. But then he follows up with an email. This is me talking. The letter writer sends a new email saying, let me phrase. Let me rephrase. The sign-off should have been gay and trying to let go, not unwilling. My apologies. Honey, we have all been there, baby. Absolutely. I have worn that T-shirt. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I I can applaud that you only went to that Starbucks once. (laughs) That's why. We don't know how many times you drove by it. Yeah, exactly. Twice, but yeah. Listen, I have been the fact that this guy did not, um, the flips like that has everything to do with him and not to do with you. And I'm not even saying that as bullshit. It just yeah. is true. Very this important. guy likes making people feel good and wants them to fall for him fast is the kind of person he sounds like. And then he likes to freak them out and test the boundaries. Yeah. With his I, I don't like this guy yeah. at all. This is a narcissist yeah. who likes to get reactions out of people and who wants you to fall hard. And then it's just sort of like, eh, not into it anymore. Fuck this guy. Truly. Yeah. It's over. And you know what the problem is? The big problem with this situation is that he is, you feel like he is the only, he's the only person for you. You feel like there's nobody else and you feel like you're, right. yeah. um, you know, there's only a handful of gay people where you live. Oh my God. I mean, I've been that soldier. I know what that's yeah. like. And you find one that just like barely ticks the tiniest box and you think that's the one. I'm going to pursue that to the ends of the earth. But this is a man that has mealworm in a bucket beside his bed. Yeah. yeah. Come on. But he's per- I think you missed the part where he's perfect on paper, Garoud. Right. Oh, and I gotta say, what this guy also—he's <laughs> an ambitious guy. What is meal he is he? <laughs> is he? Is he, the, me- is he the manager of that Starbucks, or is he working on the drive-through? Right. And what well, meal he means worms, he's going. He wants to go to grad school too. They both want to go to grad school. One's going. What mealworms has? Yeah. It sounds like to me because that's what matters. What <laughs> meals? What mealworms has in spades is confidence, and that's very sexy. <laughs> And yes. it make it can make you yes. confidence is tr- still to this day for anyone, at least for me, the most seductive quality in a person because yes. yeah. it just gives the feeling if you're insecure at all that they're right and you're wrong. Well, it's also confidence. I think the cocktail is confidence for sure, but I think he's also a sociopath. So I think for sure. I think that. Confidence in being a sociopath can often overlap and be confused, which is that this guy doesn't, this guy is a taker, not a giver. So it's very easy to be confident when you don't feel you owe anybody anything. And that energy for a giver can be irresistible because you want to give, but, but eventually in your life, you will evolve to a place where someone also gives back. Not that you only find a person that wants to take what you have to offer. And so this guy, that's what he does. As Brian was saying, he is a collector of feelings and moments and this and that, but he has no true uh, connection to other people. No. The only he people says that, that he shit falls because for he wants are the to people see that you step on him. Yeah. And he's been stepped he on in his first. life. Don't, yeah. by the way, don't have any sympathy for him in any way, shape, or form. Zero. He got this way somehow, but let's forget about that. Who cares? 
and the mealworms are a test, and the and the other thing they are is it is an attempt at being interesting. And when you're 21 and you're a hard worker and you're a nice guy and you know what you want, these are all very unseductive, unsexy qualities. You yeah. do not think you're interesting. And the reason you don't think you're interesting is because you actually know who you are. And everyone else is searching and they're bumbling this and bumbling that. And you are mistaking all of that nonsense for authentic experiences. Totally. You think this guy is authentic because and this he guy has is mealworms under his bullshit. bed. And he's just a phony baloney yeah. trying to seem interesting. And you are someone who has a nice job and has your head down. And unfortunately, timing, circumstance, et cetera, has put you in a town of a great university in a situation where you don't want to be. There are not a lot of other people like you in the place where you are. Mm. They probably are, but they're either closeted or they're this or they're that. And so the community is small. And I don't like giving this advice, but I think it's good advice, which is forget about romance for a little while. You are yeah. living in this moment where you are de you have you put so much of yourself into your studies, your friendships, probably your job, et cetera, et cetera. The only thing that's missing is something for you, which would be a nice little romance or love. You want to be in love. That is why you are over catastrophizing all of these little moments of he said we were like this and I was like that and that's the perfect person and we matched up and if I can see we matched up and he can't see it I must have done something so that he can't see it you're over 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 trying to make this thing happen and control it and it just doesn't work that way and at this moment in your life, you're in school. And if I were you, I would let go. I, of course you can't. You're young. You want to be in love. I it's know. Wonderful. Yeah. But um, pretend it's not going to happen. I'm not saying don't go out if somebody asks you out. I'm saying just stop looking for it at the moment and see yeah. if it falls on your door. But Guys will it's be not banging down your door soon enough. I've got, you're going to be a doctor, yeah. a gay doctor. Yeah, come Do on. me a favor, become a dermatologist so that you get, have good hours. Mm -hmm. But you, but I mean, no, really, you're going to be a gay doctor, and you're going to move to Atlanta or San Francisco or Chicago sure. or any place that isn't the place where you are right now. Well, or and, the Dole Pineapple Factory, because this is a fruit we're talking about, so you never well, sure. <laughs> but right now, you know right say? now, there's only one kind of fruit where you live, and you're going to move a place where they have fruit salad. Yeah, exactly. Get away I, I, from that jicama. You're setting yourself up for the rest of your life. Congratulations. But it's a lonely business. I What I will say to this the writer is that I was in that situation when I was his age, yeah. and I didn't have a Rama. <laughs> to give advice like this and I did end up going I, we did end up having a relationship and yeah. it was a <laughs> shit show it was an absolute disaster because yeah. that dynamic never changes like when you have that dynamic and you're actively no, pursuing somebody like yeah. that even when you get them the, the, it doesn't change you're because always the, the person that's waiting outside it's their so house. true yeah so, I I was also in a similar thing with the exact same result. I fought so hard to get this guy to like me, and then he did. And then, like, so much of my shit had been pawned off, literally. Yeah, like, that's and, what and we're your expectation is, with. oh, when they say, when they say, oh, yes, I, I love you too, or whatever. You and think, you oh, are well, focused. That's the 
yes, the you're focused it, on it the, but also you're focused on the trophy. Yeah. And the truth is you're miserable. You, and inside you're the, the trophy. And it is also the thing, uh, which we've talked about many times, which is there's nothing worse that you think you're lonely right now. I this is the main problem of our little friend here, is he's lonely. And yeah. I don't blame him. You sh- you are in a lonely circumstance, and probably almost everyone in college feels that way. Every single person. But you will be lonelier with the wrong person than you are by yourself. And by the and way, part of life is feeling. Part of life is is going after guys who then th- this is what you think you deserve, or this is even what you think you want. And I got to yeah. tell you, the sooner you get out of that phase, the better, because it leads you nowhere. Exactly. It's a, it's and, also all part of growing up and growth. And you're 21 years old and there isn't, I mean, we're having a giggle about your story because every single one of us has done the exact same thing. hundred percent. Ashamed, humiliated, burnt, embarrassed, all of the things. And it couldn't matter less. It just Let go of Let any, go of that. The other thing is you're a perfectionist and you're a hard worker. So you're thinking, how could I have done that? Maybe if I'd walked in the door backwards, he would have noticed me, but he didn't. And da, da, da. It's all nonsense. Yeah. Drop it and forget about it. Yeah. And that feeling that you get, like that feeling you he got in his stomach when he showed yeah. you the mealworm yeah. or when you were yeah. sitting there watching yes. the movie and he didn't, he, there was no interaction between the two of you. Yes. When you get that feeling in the future, because that yes. burns on your soul, you remember that. That's your, yes. that's when you hit the eject button. It's like, no, 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 I, I'm stopping now and, and that, they've come to me. Yeah. That is great advice. It really is. It is burnt on your soul. That is so true. And and you know okay. what? I had something recently where I I met the person, <laughs> that person from from all those years ago. Oh, oh really? With, yeah, just just we just like a, it was a chance meeting, and uh, oh, I live in fear I, of those moments. Oh, I know. It was just like oh, yeah. holy god. And yeah. you know what? I felt exactly the same. It, I, I felt that you know what? It's like why do I feel so icky and crap about myself here? And. Hi- it's, How did he look? The dynamic doesn't change. Great. How did he like, look? You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. I, mean I, I even like, better. when I found out he was off the show, I put, I put, you know, I put my hair gel in. <laughs> yeah. I moisturized and made sure the forehead wasn't shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I fixed my hair just right. <laughs> what, what's my coverage uh, like today? <laughs> yep. I just want to say, like, just that 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 guy, like, I just. He needs to just find a group of friends. I'll give him a big hug, but yeah. but it's over with that guy. Like, please, yeah, don't text don't. this guy again. He's just not worth it. Delete the number. Delete the number. Block his account instead of muting it. Yeah, yeah. Don't check. And, in and this whenever dude. you think, oh, and then he was well, I did write him, and then he was nice about it. Well, he's just nice because he's getting what he wants, which is attention. Yeah, just absolutely. He's not. Rea- he's not really nice. But also, Roman has saved a- you. You've been saved. But also. It's okay if he's not interested in you. He doesn't have to be. So start dealing with that now, too. That's, That's true, life, too. sweetheart. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, hello, Ron O'Brien, Dante, and the whole Ask Ron. You know, Dante? I heard that before. <laughs> oh, my God. Dante. I'm so happy Ryan for with Dante a capital right now. Y. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Dante, let, you are officially part of this. We're gonna let Dante come on to answer help you answer. This oh question, my even god! Though, but don't don't talk too much, Dante, because I know you don't have a microphone. Yeah, and I don't like, like that, that sound. Like <laughs> I'm afraid this one might really set Rana off, so I'll keep it short. <sighs> for real, is it in bad taste to sign up for a gift registry? 
for a housewarming. Now, hold on. I'm a single gay man entering his mid-40s, never married, no kids. However, I can't count how many weddings, wedding showers, anniversaries, baby showers, etc., for which my friends and family have received gifts. And then there's the second weddings with more gifts and showers after the first marriage didn't last. It's just too bad. Is it just too bad for me that we celebrate certain milestones with gifts and not others? Could I play tongue-in-cheek with a housewarming registry celebrating a marriage to my mortgage? Or do I head to City Hall for a quick wedding with the guy I made eyes with at the dog park to legitimize a gift <laughs> registry? <laughs> so much love funny. to you both for years of advice and laughter. He's fun. Side note, I discovered your podcast while living in Russia. And let me tell you, if you really want to look like a foreigner in Russia, laugh out loud on public transport <laughs> while listening to Ask Rana. Daz. I believe that. Account. I gotta say at first blush when you started reading this I was like oh you cannot do that but then it's like by sentence three I was like yeah do it maybe Daz can maybe people can't but Daz can yep I agree I agree I think I I think that if you're in a big family and they all have you know they all have kids and all those kids have birthdays and they all have these big milestones and it's uh, you know a party every weekend and it's you know bottles of wine and presents and presents Look, if you can brazen it out, if you can, if you can, if you've got the balls to face it down, do it. I agree, actually. Buying a house is a milestone. And if you have invested exactly. all this money in other people, I have to say, when you first read this sentence, Rana, I was like, yeah. you absolutely not. But I have to say, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Do it. Do it. Why not? I think you could even say, like, who knows if I'll ever get married? Let's do this. People yeah, laugh. celebrating the marriage to my mortgage. If you're yeah. looking, if you're thinking about celebrate, if you're thinking about, uh, you know, no pressure, but if you're thinking about bring buying me something, these are the things that I <laughs> that I have my eye on. Why not? I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think it's that- kind of funny. I, I mean, I think you can get away with it. I really would not say this is the general advice for us uh, right. because I think that's yeah. true. Oh, I finally got the job I wanted. Oh, I'm moving to a new city. Oh, right, I'm... right. It's true. There are milestones and not other milestones. Yeah. But the fact that you came up with this is cute. And probably your friends and family will think it's cute. And for the people that don't, you can address them somehow in the letter too. For those of you who think I'm overstepping, I invite you to remember the diaper bag and the uh, whatever. Yeah. That I, you know, awesome. you know some, little, some yeah. little joke about, you know, I hope you enjoy the cocktail shake. I hope you yeah. enjoy judging me over the uh, lip of the martini glasses I gave you for your wedding. Exactly. Love etern- <laughs> eternally single, Daz. Love it. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Something but I wouldn't like go to, that. I wouldn't go to town. Like, don't go, don't go too crazy with, you know, really expensive. No, gifts. I'd Just keep so, it reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The egg whisk yeah. you've had your eye on. That's the right, same exactly. Dante, did you have something you wanted Dante, to say? Dante, advice? Um, I think you should feel great shame. Um, <laughs> personally, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but also, like, I wouldn't do it. So maybe that's something. Well, you're like, not I don't Daz, know how much, are you? Well, exactly, but I don't know if Daz is Daz, you know? Well, we're we just, know Daz we're grappling Daz with this fictionalized version of Daz, but we maybe know Daz even can Daz write a letter. can pull it off. Daz wrote a great letter. Yeah, that's true. What Dante's saying is Daz can write an email, but is Daz Daz in person? Right. And where? Oh, who's the who's gotcha. and who? 
Daz will have to take stock of that, Dante. That's actually a good point, which is, uh, is Daz Daz or Daz Daz? I have or a question. Or is Daz just Daz on the page? Right. And where's Hagen? And if he Daz is only Daz on the page, then his family isn't going to like what's coming up. Well, the other thing is, but this I think it's, they're gonna think it's doesn't funny. have to be for everyone. Yeah. Right. You know, Send the, it to your, si- your sister, your mother. Yeah. 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 The people who Daz That's a very good with, point. Get the gift. That's a good point. You'd probably send it to the few people that were going to buy you something anyway. I have an exciting question. Yeah. What do you all think of that new campaign that Hagen Dawes is doing where it's just called The Dawes? I'm very upset by I it. I hate it. It's I made me hate it. has actually it's made like, me. It's like, do the Dawes. That's Dawes. Me too. That's it drives Daz. me crazy. It has made They're me not want to buy Hagen Dawes. Hagen does oh. is a classic go-to for vanilla if it's I'm doing fabulous. a or something like yes. that. I'll tell you a secret. It's not a secret. The cat's out of the bag. I had some chocolate peanut butter Hagen does the other night. I, I got to say, Hagen does is one of you the best. You ever had it? Don't sleep on Hagen does. I have it. I've delicious. never had it. Oh, it's so the good. The best part about it is that the peanut butter is frozen inside. Yes. It's not a peanut butter swirl. No. It's real peanut butter that somehow frozen. is frozen. Isn't it so when damn- you get a bite of it, it tastes almost like frozen chocolate. It has that <sighs> that snap. It's so good. It's we don't not have anything a in our chocolate range. swirl. It's a hard, <laughs> it's like a hard, a, a soft thing that went hard when it was frozen. Does Ireland do, delicious. I mean, surely they do an ice cream. There's so many cows there. <laughs> <laughs> they only they do, live on um, butter. They, they have butter and sweet butter. They have all that, that Kerrygold. Right? There's yeah. HB yeah. ice cream, which uh, is, but I mean, it's just a block of white stuff. It doesn't taste like anything. Right. Um, uh, we have Hagen Dazs, but I think we're going three flavors. There's only yeah. the three flavors. Same with Ben and Jerry's, three flavors. There's a cookie dough, a caramel choo choo. So sad. I think do they do a gelato there? I'm curious because ice cream, I guess, is pretty American. What's it's caramel yeah, choo choo. Caramel choo choo. It's absolutely foul. It's it's like well, a caramel. We don't have caramel choo choo. I don't think I know oh, it. Oh really? It's probably it's probably called something else. What it's is like it? A caramel what? I heard um, swirl. Uh, yeah, caramel swirl. <laughs> <laughs> caramel choo choo. I have a terrible accent. And you know, then there's ben these Jerry, like little chocolate we, oh, buttons Boots in it with is caramel. making an appearance in the back. Boots is making oh. an appearance. Hello. Boots it's, says it's the end of the show. She's like, yeah. She's like, enough is enough. I can't deal with this. Um, uh, Ireland, yeah. Ireland is, yeah. We what don't was have the expression? The I don't the think jig, they do have it. I don't the think they do have it in America. And reels. The jigs and reels, the equivalent of that is caramel choo-choo. <laughs> we don't, do you know what's- He said, we only have three flavors. Chocolate, caramel, choo-choo. And, I mean, that's Ireland. That is, and, right. And cookie dough. That's, that's Ben and yeah, Jerry's. That's iconic. Tree, yeah. yeah. Wait, you know I, th- I think caramel choo choo is not in America. No, of course it's not. Oh my God, Brian, when you when you move here, well, yeah. like when you move here, when I move I'm, in, uh, w- wait, yeah, it's choo choo as in the first eat, night. Eat. That's what we we'll have. Correct. C H E W A E. Yeah, it's like C-H-E-W. not a train. Yeah, it's like it's like the action. It's the verb. And it's from the late nineties. It says all flavors. This is dot co dot calling all caramel lovers, fulfilling those caramel cravings since the late nineties with caramel ice cream, caramel filled chocolatey cups. They have it at Tesco. It's, car- it's like caramello yeah. ice cream. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! I love a caramello. Yeah. It's yeah, that's you, what you it's, wouldn't need too much of that's it. what it then it's hitting because right. they love caramello. They or galaxy. Yeah, that's true. That is a big yes. thing over there. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Good for I'm you glad all. We got to the bottom of that. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good Brian, for you, I can't wait for you to do a video train caramel choo choo. <laughs> I am absolutely going to do a caramel choo choo situation. Calling all anyone. Well, whoever me- wins today, if the guy in Scotland wins, he's winning oh. caramel choo choo ice cream. Oh, I thought you were going to say they would have to. If whoever wins from now on has to send us something. Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> Great New move. rule. New yeah. rule. That's grace. Thank you. Uh, Okay, this is the time in our show. It's Brian. the end of the show. Okay, <gasps> Garode, here's the deal. Right now, we have to choose who we think deserves a little, you know oh, this, deserves knows, a little yeah. special something. Uh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be, A, the college student in the Bible Belt who has a crush that's devastating him? Is it yeah. going, or is it going to be the person who uh, wanted to know about a housewarming party? Or is it going to be the uh, whoever the first one was that I have a blank on right now? Um, oh, the sister, uh, the, oh, the, sister. The, the, the sister, the sister, the sister. Wow, this is we actually have a lot of contenders. Today. There's some good. I mean, I think we can knock out housewarming, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we can knock. Yeah, we can knock. Daz is a don't. Go do the Daz. <laughs> yeah, don't do the Daz. Uh, I I also think we can knock out Scotland because he's, even though he's very having a very hard time, he's about to make quadruples investment when he sells that apartment. Okay. So that's your gift, dear. So, what were you going to say? What's your instinct? I was going to say Bible Belt, baby gay. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, baby gay. Baby gay. But but there has to be a promise. (laughs) Yes, yes. To make us and him a promise that it's done now. No more, you know, delete the number. You know, find a different Starbucks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and don't just mute on Instagram. Block him. This guy's not worth your time. But and don't yes, fall don't. for don't it. Don't search if he gets for it. Con- if he gets in contact with you, don't fall for it. Exactly. Absolutely and you know what? Not. Or also, do and start. Oh, and you know, it's like shoots and ladders. Go back to the stat. Or send him a picture of your yeah. a butthole and say final call. <laughs> <laughs> Great move. That's right. The train's leaving the station. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the other what thing is, what does a baby gay need? As, yeah. Uh, uh, as, as, soon as, he, as soon as he realizes that, uh, as, soon, as soon as he um, gets a bit of distance from this, he's going to realize that th- that guy is ten a penny. Yeah, there's going to oh, be yeah. well narcissists. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere. That's there's the other thing is just be careful because you have this is your type. So we know that now. Yeah. So stop thinking everyone else is so interesting and you're not interesting. I mean, honestly, that'll be your twenties is you'll think oh, I'm just a boring doctor. And then we got to wait for you to turn 32 and then you'll start going to the gym. And then by the time you're 36, you're going to be Patrick Bateman because you will have spent your twenties thinking everybody overlooked <laughs> you. And now you're a successful dermatologist. Right. The beautiful and you're going to be insufferable. And a gorgeous yes. body and you're a jerk. Yep. So just live, just live your life instead of living everyone else's life and stop worrying about what you didn't get and what you did get. You know what you got? You got a great brain and a bright future. I'm going to say you don't get to have sex with a mealworm. I'm going to say something (laughs) lame about the gift and not lame, but I feel like if we're not going to send him a gorgeous mix of apples, oranges, pineapples, grapes, then I think edible arrangement, a fruit, a fruit, edible arrangement. Then we absolutely, I think this guy's Apollo Santo. I think that's exciting. And it's luxurious for someone that young. Like who's who, what 21 year old's going to go buy that candle? You know, I certainly hope none of them. Yeah. That's about two, three, four, six hour shift at Starbucks. Exactly. It's going. That's also going to be his book and a mealworm because the next guy he dates, he's going to say, "Hey, look at this." Yeah, 
impressed. This is my well, brand. also what you're saying is yes, this is who I'm about to this is who I'm gonna be. Yeah, level okay? up. Yes. So if you it's not who I am right now. Right now I'm going, going applying to med school and I'm doing right. your whole twenties and, and late teens college is literally, of course, there's all this cornucopia of wonderful experiences, truly. But it is all a way station. It may as well be junior high school to get you to the next place, to get your life to get all of this messy time is truly just to help form who you're going to be and what you're going to do. So really none of it counts. The only part that counts is you've got to do your homework and you or the or the thing that you're passionate about. If you're a painter, paint. If you're a sculptor, sculpt. Make all your mistakes. If you're a doctor, do your study, get your head down and do, be responsible and do your stuff. But the rest of it is a mess until it isn't. And so allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to be the, go to the Starbucks and pretend for God's sakes, how dare you truly, how dare you I know, don't pull the wool over our eyes. Well, I mean, how, (laughs) what's more, what's more 21 than the magical thinking of PPS. I may have also invited him to coffee 47 times in the last three months and then shut up at his work. And then, you know, we get it. Okay. We were 21 once. Yeah. Yeah. But none of it matters. There's no shame attached to this. Just, Move forward. That's Move all. On. It's the only thing you have to do. Paulo Santo it is. Forward. That's such great advice. Wow. Grow. What a gift. I wish you were around when you. I was 21. Me too. Oh, I love you too. But you're 21. I, I he's say, only going to take a sliver of the advice we give That's him, true. That's he's probably okay. going to flush okay. it all down the toilet. But that's yeah, okay. that's okay. Garodeverily.com uh, and on Instagram lets you see all the tour dates. You should go see him. Sorry, what were you going to say, Garod? I was just going to say that I absolutely adore Asrana. I'm not just doing a podcast. I am an OG. We love <laughs> I that. I love this oh, show. Oh, for sure it, you are, yeah. We love I mean, question. And yeah. so when Brian and I come to do our London show, which is imminent. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Maybe we'll do a Dublin show. I don't know if we have enough fan. We do have an Irish contingent. We'd need a yes. small Why not? We want to go there anyway. So true. What do we oh, kill? Look, write it off. Like even if it's a small gig, like we're in the we business can... of always spending more than we make on these always. trips. Always, it's it's okay. everything's an investment. Everything. <laughs> but even well, if we, we make do... a little, we make uh, yeah, more than cares? we would have made if we uh, if we spent on the vacation. Yeah, I yeah. want to go there anyway. It's two dinners and a well, breakfast. We, yeah. we could do something together. Maybe we could do a show together. <laughs> Love it. Well, we will yeah. we'll let. Yeah. Well, oh, actually, if we do it together, you can if you can get the audience. <laughs> Yeah, Ron is so discreet about her intentions. <laughs> you, you can vet them, though. You can vet them. I mean, you know. No, that's I'm right. just saying. Well, well, I was gonna. What I really was saying was, we were gonna invite you to come to London and be on the show. But fair enough, we'll come to Dublin and you I, can be on the show there. I just deal myself out of a trip. Yeah. <laughs> Dublin, you better show up, and you better tell yeah, us that yeah. you're coming, and you better invite. You can be all in your both friends. places. That's right. Garode, we love you, love Love, you, love you. Love. Thank you for being here. We need to read the cliffhanger. Are you staying for that or are you going? You know what? You've got to go. You've got to go. I have to go. You better take off. When I listen to the podcast, I always think, why did these people not stay for the cliffhanger? How can they not do it? And here I am doing it myself. Well, sometimes we don't want them to. You know, we used to want them to stay. Now we don't like them to stay. Now we kind of don't even want them to. Yeah, I want them out the door before the cliffhanger, to be honest. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the goodbyes after the cliffhanger. No. Yeah. (laughs) No way. We love you, Garo. It's been been amazing. Thank you so much. Kiss, kiss. Ron, are you ready for this cliffhanger? Never been more. All right, here we go. 
Hello to the fabulous Rana and Brian, and perhaps even a top-tier A-list celebrity guest. I have it Grody just left. I have a conundrum for which I desperately need an outside perspective. I'm ordinarily so sure-footed, but I'm just not clear-headed about anything at the moment. I like that sure-footed, clear-headed. Clear hearts. What is it? Can't lose. Something like that. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Friday night lights. Friday night lights. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks ago, my dad passed away very unexpectedly. I found him just three days before his 65th birthday. I'm devastated. Utterly heartbroken. That's awful. I don't know how I will survive this grief, but I know I will. And for the time being, I'm focusing on doing the things I know how to do. I'm cleaning out his home, sorting through his things, and frankly, I'm bringing a ton of his crap into my 1,000-square-foot home. I have the help of the most incredible support system of friends at my side every single day. I find myself to be so fortunate, even in this truly terrible time. My dad lived on property with my sister's in-law. Yeah, my dad lived on the property with my sister's in-laws. Okay, this is an Aaron Gibson situation. My sister's father-in-law, we'll call him Dave, is not my favorite person. He's a conversational narcissist. He takes advantage of people. He's a braggart and frankly, just obnoxious. I've always considered him to be a jackass, but a harmless one who also happened to be a good friend to my dad. Dave and his wife live in the main house and my dad lived in an apartment adjacent to the garage. My dad was a renowned woodworker, self-taught, and extremely generous with his talents, and that garage had been my dad's workshop for the last 12 years. It holds tools and equipment that I can remember from my childhood. His shop is very special to me, as I am too a hobby carpenter. Wow. Very sexy. Dave, who was persistently interloping in the days following my dad's death, was sure to mention several times that when we got around to packing at my dad's workshop, we need to consult with him to make sure we didn't take any of his tools or equipment. This was certainly a reasonable request, and we informed Dave of the day and time we planned to pack up the shop. On the day of the tool move, my partner, along with seven of our hunkiest friends and a U-Haul, arrived at the property. But Dave was nowhere to be found. Sounds He'd... like an episode of Queer Eye. No kidding. Oh, no, of, of just like that. What's the bakery called? Oh. Like Buff Bakery, what's it called? Yes, something like that. What was it? I can't remember. Best Bodies Bakery. Something like that, yes. Yeah. Just like that. Know. Mario Cantone's Bakery. Yeah. He'd gone out to lunch. Without Dave there to offer any direction, my little work crew got busy. They were incredibly efficient, tidy, and so thoughtful in the way that they empty, cleaned, packed, hauled, and essentially rebuilt my entire workshop in a single morning. But when I came out to check on the nearly finished product and extend my gratitude, I was surprised to see a lot of items I didn't recognize. Two workbenches instead of one. Multiples of the same miter saw. Tool chests I had never seen before, duplicate hand tools, cabinets full of unfamiliar accessories. I was informed that the only thing I left behind were the lights, and they had debated taking those too. I quickly received word that Dave was home and was furious. I was embarrassed at the horrible miscommunication, which I sure. felt was somehow which I somehow felt responsible for, despite not being involved at all. But I was also very, very confused. Why was Dave not there? How in the world could anyone be expected to know which tools belong to whom if one guy is dead and the other is out to lunch? Why didn't Dave make any effort to identify his tools if he was so concerned about it? If he couldn't Mm -hmm. be bothered to participate in the process, why not make a list or leave sticky notes on his stuff? What did he possibly think was going to happen? My partner, who was feeling embarrassed but also quite annoyed, called Dave to apologize for the situation and assure him that it would get resolved. He invited Dave over to essentially shop through my newly arranged workshop and pick out his tools, which we could then help haul back to his garage. Dave agreed to this and stated that he would bring his truck over the following morning to collect his belongings. The next morning, Dave arrived, not in his truck, but in his sedan. My partner gave Dave time and space to pick through our garage at his pace, but Dave quickly exited the garage nearly empty-handed. He had a battery charger, a rubber mallet, and a request. 
He wants $800. He wants $800 for me to reimburse him for what we took from his garage. As he stands amongst his belongings, he asks me to pay him $800 for his belongings. And this is my question. Am I supposed to pay a man $800 to make up for miscommunication in the aftermath of my dad's sudden death? And am I, am I supposed to pay a man $800 because he refuses to pick up his things or even identify them? Is $800 a fair price to get square with someone like Dave? Is $800 a small amount to pay for a bunch of tools that I don't actually want because they don't actually belong to my dad? And I, am I to believe that $800 actually represents the amount of stuff we mistakenly took from him in power tools? That's nothing. On any other day, would I allow myself to be fleeced for $800 by some jackass? As I write this letter, my partner simply told David, talk to me, and we'd let him know if and when we'd pay him. I fear I may have to make a decision before I get to hear your wisdom, but nonetheless, please, please help me make sense of this. I'm so utterly mm. confused. Gratefully, Emily. Emily. I love it. Well, I would like Emily to send us a pre-follow-up because I think there is one. Okay. You know I love a pre-follow-up. I know you do. It's the new thing. Sanda, it is the new thing. It's trending. Emily, we need a pre-follow-up from you if there is one, but the answer will be on Patreon. So patreon.com slash askgrana, aisocial.club, aisocialclub.com, up to you, whoever team, whichever team you want to be on. Yeah. Um, and askgranacoffee.com, of course, the coffee kiki could be coming soon. We're going to let, we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Very exciting. Um, but uh, join us on patreon.com slash askgrana. Um, for all the fabulous answers to this and more, all the back episodes. And of course, uh, you know, sauna privileges if you want to see us do the thing. That's right. Patreon.com slash Ask Rana. All right. Kiss, kiss, dear. That was fun. That was fun, Rana. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.